Are you ready to hack your time? I'm Vicky and I am obsessed with course correcting everything that you've been taught about how to use your time because I know that you can create more success while having more fun and taking more rest. I went from doing all the things, working 80 hour weeks to creating a 15 hour work week. Listen and learn how to hack your time never have to say that you don't have time ever again. You too will learn how to accelerate without doing more today. Hello, hello, lovely people. Another podcast day. These are my favorite days. I feel like I really get to speak and connect with so many of you and actually before we go into today what I'm going to be teaching you and talking with you about I do want to say thank you for those of you that I see sharing this podcast on social media and writing reviews I do read every single one of them and I love hearing from you and yeah just thank you for taking the time to share and get this information in front of more people obviously I think everyone needs access to this very basic information that can drastically change their lives. Um, So today we're going to be speaking about uh, what I call my amazing list. And I'm going to be talking you through this practice that I have done myself every Tuesday for years now. And actually, before we go into it, there's three steps that I'm going to give you. I also want to celebrate all of my 15 hour work week pioneers. We sold out the program. We start this week. We have an incredible lineup of powerhouse CEOs that are seriously already game changers and thought leaders. And now we get to um, bring and revolutionize the way we work together. I've been calling them the Avengers of CEOs because they are. Like, I feel like we are the Avengers. We are taking on the time rules. If you listen to this, you heard about the 15 hour work week and you thought, yeah, but I'm not a CEO. Yes, but I haven't made the money or yes, but whatever excuse that, you know, my industry is wrong. Um, my career is wrong. Like this is all the reasons why it's not going to work for me. I want to tell you that the goal with this program is not just to help the people in it. This is the start of a movement towards the 15 hour work week for everyone. And for me, I really know this is possible thanks to actually the vegan industry, where if you follow me on social media at Feminist Time Coach, you will see that I shared something about KFC offering like a new vegan menu. And I love seeing that because that is a prime example of, you know, a grassroots movement growing into impacting the corporates where they can't not pay attention, right? The demand is there. It would be foolish for companies like KFC to not offer vegan food. Whatever your view is on vegan food, um, it's clear. It's clearly an example of, you know, we didn't start from the corporates. It wasn't bottom down. It wasn't top down, I should say. It was bottom up. And that's the work that we're going to be doing with a 15-hour work week. It really is about, you know, I'm starting with successful entrepreneurs, people of impact, so that we can lead this movement. And eventually corporates are going to be like, wait, how are these people growing their businesses so fast? How are these people 
outperforming the market? How are these people like creating more balance in their lives and more success? Oh, it's a 15 hour work week. And we're going to be breaking away from this model that more time equals more results. And obviously I call myself a feminist time coach and this is largely geared towards women and what I've seen for us in the market and how we just stepped in and adopted the job market as it was created before it was even legal for us to vote, let alone uh, have businesses and careers. Um, But really it's for everyone, right? Like this really is going to be the new way of working and a way that we work that isn't just because people deserve to be happier, healthier and balanced, which they do, you do, but also because it's going to be what optimizes performance for um, companies, for organizations, for all of us. So watch this space. You were here at the very beginning. I see you all. I love you all. Thank you for being part of it. I'm going to be sharing lots of our lessons, learnings and ahas on my email list. So get on there if you aren't already. And obviously here on the podcast. Now, that was quite a long intro. (laughs) You can tell I'm excited. So what I want to speak with you guys about today is my amazing list. And listen, what we want to remember is our brains by design are looking for problems. This is a very clever strategy. We evolved to think this way because we used to live in the wild for like a long ass time, like our brain in its most modern form, we're talking around 40,000 years. So our ability to to think about what could go wrong first really was a survival skill. And the people that did that well anticipated what could go wrong what dangers could be ahead and then survived and they passed this skill down to us so this is our programming right if you find yourself if you think like oh I'm always negative or I'm always focusing on what could go wrong yes welcome to having a human brain it's working exactly by design what I'm going to share with you today is the three steps that I use to direct my brain to where I want it to go because the truth is we are no longer living in the wild We are no longer facing daily threats on our lives in terms of, you know, insufficient food, not having shelter um, and predators that want to eat us. And so now the desire or the programming that has us always focusing on what could go wrong is actually costing us. It's costing us energy, it's costing us pleasure, it's costing us joy, and it's costing us confidence and the willingness to go out and create big audacious, audacious? audacious things in the world so mm, having a sip of my tea there so um these are the three questions that I use every week and have done for years to direct my brain to where I want it to go on purpose it's kind of like you've been you know turning left at the lights to go home your whole life and they've just built a shortcut on the right and you keep turning left still just because of what you always know until you put like a reminder or an alarm or whatever it is. You see there's a big sign there and you're like, oh, the big sign makes it easy. This is the equivalent of the big sign that's going to make it easy for you to turn right and get that shortcut. I also want to tell you, because I recently started working with a new team member and she said, oh my God, when I saw your calendar, I literally saw that you will put questions in your calendar. So this, these three questions have been in my calendar every Tuesday morning for, for the years. And so I do want to encourage you to make it really obvious and really easy. If you do follow a calendar to put it in there 
and let that be the big the big sign that says stop (laughs) turn right right is faster so definitely if you follow a calendar already and that works for you and that's what you use put this in the calendar make it really easy see it as though it's a meeting with an external person if you don't use a calendar then don't do it however you want it however you get shit done I really recommend getting this done Okay, so enough about all of that. Let's kick off with the three questions. The first one is really, what's amazing in my life right now? Now with this question, what I wanna offer you is to not skim over anything. Don't let your brain talk you out of of celebrating things as being amazing because they're not big enough, new enough, exciting enough, whatever it tells you. Like other people have other big exciting things. Like there is no measure there is no quantity required, there is no impact required, you just let you get to literally sit in what's amazing and it doesn't have to be new every week, like you can literally sit in the amazingness of the same things in your life again and again. The point is not to have shiny new things on the list all the time but what it creates when you direct your brain onto what is already amazing in your life and I really like to think about all the different areas of my life and really round it out Um, obviously we live in a productivity obsessed culture so work is a big one that we think about but really it's not just about work it's like how you speak to yourself it's the relationships that you have it's the fun thing that you did at the weekend or the fun thing that you have coming up it's the home you live in maybe you have like a really comfy bed that you just absolutely love I know we're we're going to be buying a very comfy mattress this year and that's going to be on my amazing list um like whatever it is, I really want you to focus here on getting at least 10 things down, not having them all have to be like big dramatic things. Really the the balance here is what we want your brain to do is start noticing those small amazing things as well. The more amazing, the better. The more amazing things, should I say, not the more amazing. Everything is all, all amazing. So yeah, write a list of 10 things that are amazing in your life right now if you can keep going keep going to 20 like there is no limit I am setting a limit of at least minimum 10 and remember if your brain is offering any resistance or any judgment or any like this is hard or whatever it is like that's okay it's like going to the gym and picking up the weights the first time you pick up the weight it's the hardest and then it gets easier and easier so the question isn't is it easy for you to create this amazing list? It's do you want it to be easy for you to create this amazing list? In which case, put in those reps and it's going to get easier. And eventually what will start happening is you will start thinking this way naturally without having to ask the question. Your brain will start to be like looking for evidence throughout the days of things that are amazing. Like, oh my gosh, you know what's amazing? Where we live right outside. If you've, you may have seen this on my Instagram, there's like a water feature and I just get to walk around it and I love seeing the water. It's just amazing. But I didn't have to sit down and answer the question when I went down and walked around it the first time my brain just automatically went there whereas a few years ago I'd have been like blah 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 whatever there's this like water thing I wouldn't have even noticed it (laughs) truth so that's what we are doing we are training your brain to start looking for the amazing outside of just answering this question so that's the first question write it down what's amazing in my life right now if you are listening you could even pause and answer it right now if you are in the car you can pause and answer it out loud you don't need to write it down Um, And then we'll move on to question two. Question two is all about 
noticing what we don't notice and appreciating what may not seem amazing on the surface. But the question that I like to follow with is what's not amazing in my life right now, but what would I really miss? Um, and, and there's really so many examples here of like, I would really miss my bed if someone took it from me. I would really miss my cup of tea that you all heard me sip on before. Um, I would really miss, you know, having this podcast and having you guys to speak to. Like, what is it that you would really miss? Actually, that is an amazing thing. I'm just going to say it. But what is it that you would really miss that doesn't feel amazing, right? Even like having like a fridge or a freezer, like really noticing those benign things that we tend to just take for granted um and really can you see how we are pushing your brain even further it's like picking up a heavier weight of things that we just don't see we want to make our brain be seeing those things more again this is just going to compound on like gratitude and appreciation and it's going to fuel you and your day and your week with a very different energy than how you have been fueled if you've been thinking about what you don't have what could go wrong, what's shit in your life, what's annoying, what's frustrating right now. Um, It's kind of like going from petrol to like a renewable energy source. It just feels lighter, lasts longer, you move faster, all of these amazing things. So the second question, just to repeat for you so you can write it down or even press pause and answer it now is like, what's not amazing, but what would I really miss? Now we're going to get to question three, and this is a really fun one. And I do this I do these in this order on purpose. So I do recommend doing all three questions and doing them in this order. Um, because the third question is the one that people can tell me they find more challenging. They don't want to appear arrogant. They don't want to get cocky, whatever it is. I can promise you now, if those thoughts enter your head, you are not going to get overly arrogant or cocky. Promise you. Swear it down now, if that even enters your head. But the third question that I want you to answer once you have already taken your brain to this place of appreciation and gratitude and noticing the things that we can take for granted and noticing the things that are amazing is all about you. This third question, do not skip it, is what do you think other people admire about you? And it can be anything and everything. So you want to come up with 10 for the first one, at least five for the second one. And I'm going to say at least five for this one. And this one might be the most challenging, but that's okay. We're just going to be building those reps. And what I will say is a lot of my female clients, where they get to with this question, how they get around it is like, well, I'm good at taking care of others or I'm good at giving to others, which is a sneaky way that we are still positioning our purpose in the world as giving to others. And what I want to encourage you to do, like it's okay to have one like that, but what I want to encourage you to do is think about what's amazing about you for you. What's amazing about you that has nothing to do with you helping other people, giving to other people. Um, So for example, like I love my hair. I didn't always love my hair, right? Got some some dodgy pictures there but I really love my hair it could also be that I love that I get up and I create value in the world and I create ideas I love how creative I am for example so I really want to encourage you to not just use this as a way to fuel like your service to others but really to fuel your service to yourselves maybe people admire that you are adventurous people admire that you are courageous people admire that you will speak up for yourself notice there speak up for yourself not just speak up for other people I really want to encourage you to bring this back to you as much as possible 
And also here, what you might want to do is come up with specific examples. So people admire that I will speak up for myself. For example, yesterday, someone cut me off in the car and I I pointed out to them what they'd done for example, or in the supermarket queue. I was actually on the phone to a friend a few weeks ago and that exact thing happened. She was stood outside because of COVID and she was with her baby and someone came in and she's like, excuse me, (laughs) I'm in the queue. And it can be that little thing that we just don't appreciate about ourselves. I want you to start appreciating things about you. You're gonna appreciate things about your life. You're gonna appreciate the things that we take for granted or that seem benign. And then you're gonna appreciate more about you. And that is going to impact your whole week your whole life, like it is limitless what is possible for you when you fuel yourself from these three questions. All right, loves, that's it from me. Have a wonderful week and I'll see you next week. Bye. Hey, if you want to get five hours a week back minimum for life, then I want to invite you to join Time Hackers. It's this podcast on speed where you'll get access to time hacking tools not shared on the podcast. You'll get access to my proven process for hacking your time to get five hours back every week at least. It's also my favorite place to hang out and will be yours too as you connect with other time hackers where you'll get celebrated, supported and coached of course. You are a time hacker. This is where you belong. Head to vickilouise.com forward slash group. I can't wait to see you there.